It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. The transfer portal has all of a sudden made this wide receiver room feel a lot different. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, and thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Joining me today is Locked On recruiting expert Brian Smith. He also writes at AuburnDaily.com. That's right. Auburn adds Sam Jackson the fifth, the former Cal quarterback, but he will play wide receiver. And it sounds like they're going to move him all over the place, uh, according to an interview that he had with, with AuburnLive.com yesterday. But this is kind of one of those pickups where the upside, Brian, is tremendous. Yeah, like I went back and watched his sophomore high school film, junior film, and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, holy cow, this kid can run. He was playing receiver, and then he ends up playing. It's weird how his whole process has worked. He played with Thorne back in the day, and now they're reuniting (laughs) at Auburn, Alabama, Chicago kids, which is bizarre. Sure. But that's college football today. Yeah, he can run, though. You can play him outside. You can play him in the slot. You can play him at quarterback, run wildcat, jet sweeps. He is a perfect addition to what you freeze likes to do on offense. Great pickup. Yeah. Their relationship was a storyline going into Auburn's matchup against Cal. They'll also be talked about a lot when Cal comes to Auburn this upcoming year and this upcoming season. But I love the upside of this because what does Auburn need right now? They need upside at wide receiver. I don't think you need the floor guys anymore. I think you need the ceiling guys. And I think that's exactly what Sam Jackson is. He's got the ability, the athleticism to make it to the NFL. I firmly believe that, but he's got to prove that he can play wide receiver. And some of the quotes that he told Justin Hokinson with on three in there in his exclusive interview with him, that I thought was really well done. He talked about his goal is to get to the NFL and eventually get that, that gold jacket, which Awesome goal for him. But in order for him to do that, he realized, okay, it's not me playing quarterback. It's me playing wide receiver. And I just think that level of awareness and kind of being able to read the room and say, okay, if I'm going to be the best football player I can be, I need to change what I'm doing and I need to go somewhere else to do it. And I think that's really rare. I'm I'm glad to see a guy take a chance on himself. If you're going to bet on anybody, bet on you. Yeah, And, you know, I mean, Chicago kids end up at Cal is not very often. And I bet if you did a historical research of scholarship players for the Tigers, there probably aren't more than about 10 guys from the great state of Illinois. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just weird. Yeah. And it's it just shows he's willing to go the extra mile. That's a great start first off. And, again, the film doesn't lie. Once he has the ball in his hands, whether it was playing quarterback or receiver, whenever you watched his film, he can run, he can make guys miss. He'll be just fine for Auburn and 
hopefully he can make it to the NFL too. What do you think? And this is a little different because he played receiver, moved to quarterback, and now he's moving back to receiver. But what do you think typically when a when a college quarterback moves to play wide receiver? Um, I usually think it's a progression deal. Like it's not usually arm strength or anything like that. Quarterback, the difference between playing power five slash NFL is above the shoulders. Maybe the offense did match or whatever, but it's just, can you make reads, especially in the middle of the field and hit passes? The guys that get paid make those passes in the middle of the field where there's a whole bunch of guys, not many people can do it, but there is an advantage to it. Seeing it from that perspective and then moving to receiver, it's a lot easier to understand what they're going through on the outside because, you know, you've been trying to get in the ball. So now you're the guy out there and you can kind of help each other and, and they know each other too. I mean, Thor knows him forever. This is going to be very dynamic because there's a feel about throwing the football to somebody on a third and 12 with a game on the line. You've got confidence in somebody. You know where they're going to be. You've thrown to them for half a decade. I'd imagine that kind of helps. So I think it's going to help him because he's played both spots and he knows Thorne. I think this could be a really good combo for Auburn, especially in those big, big moments. Yeah, and it sounds like he's going to room with Thorne. So how quickly can he learn this offense? You got a feeling that's what they're going to be talking about um, often when, um, whenever they're having breakfast together, wrapping up their day and hanging out and watching TV or whatever. I'm sure they're going to be like, all right, so what do we do against this defense? What do we do with this? Defense? Oh, you know, they do. Yeah, absolutely. I hope so. I hope so. That's what, that's what, that's what should be happening. No question about it. So when you look at the addition of Sam Jackson, the fifth now to this Auburn receiver room, he joins Robert Lewis, the former Georgia state wide receiver in this wide receiver room. A bunch of very talented true freshmen that we'll touch on in a second. And then Coy Moore, a guy that we think has the ability, just hasn't really put it all together. Camden Brown, a guy that certainly passes the eye test but hasn't put it all together. But still, the upside, I think, exists there. And I think Jay Fair, you know what you got. And Caleb Burton, I think, represents a ton of upside. Obviously, the freshmen represent upside. This wide receiver room now feels drastically different than it did a year ago with just a few additions via the portal and these freshmen coming in. I think this will separate itself naturally during spring ball. Here's what's going to happen. I don't know which ones it'll be. Some of the upperclassmen will make a move forward. Some won't. One or two will probably leave. Somebody in that freshman group is going to play. That's This is the new order of college football. Somebody's going to leave, but I'll be shocked if Perry and Cam don't hit the field in the too deep almost immediately. If Perry's interesting because he he's not in spring. He's not going through spring oh, ball. Okay. So that, how that, does that, that impact it? But you got to think Cam Coleman will, will be with the ones early. I agree with you there. Yeah, I mean, even if Perry comes in in the summer, like he's different on 50-50 balls and stuff. There's just certain things you can do. But not knowing the offense the same way that Cam will, it, it's, it's certainly not good. But I still like him to play early. So which guys – Take that step because Sam's coming, Cam's coming. They got look yeah. the other two receivers in that freshman class are not chopped deliver either. They can both like Cam can fly. Totally, you're going to find a way to use him on jet sweeps and stuff too, and get him the football. Now it's just who plays where. How do they is work my, both together? Is my dog hacking up a lung going up through the microphone? Do you hear him right now? No, that's good. That's good. All right, and then you know just as far as guys that <laughs> that could leave. Um, Coy Moore could, as soon as he graduates, I, I don't know when he graduates. I've seen a couple of different things on that. And then Camden Brown 
and Jay Fair, they they could leave. But Cam Brown seems pretty all in and trying to make it work here, which I respect. In today's culture, I, I respect the heck. That's out of rare. That. <laughs> yeah, good for him. Good for him for sure. So hopefully, hopefully that pays off for him. I think this is enough. Do you think this is enough in the wide receiver room, or do you think they may go and get one or two more transfer guys? I'm going the latter because I think one or two will leave after spring. Like April, what is it? April 15th or 16th, the second portal mm-hmm. opens up. Look, this doesn't change what's going on. Like just because you go through spring brawl, it's not you're done. You do it again. It's not as dynamic as this one. But, yeah. you know, if you're not happy with where you're at on the depth chart, somebody's going to leave. And especially like if Cam's running with the ones, one of the upperclassmen's not going to like it. So yeah, that'll take care of itself. That'll I mean, you just talk about reloading a position room that we saw them do this at offensive line last year. 100%. And now just looking at the guys going out, Jair Shorter, Shane Hooks, Nick Mardner, Amari Kelly, Malcolm Johnson, and Javarius Johnson. Javarius Johnson is the most dynamic person leaving in that room. But you add Robert Lewis and Sam Jackson and Cam Coleman and Perry Thompson, Bryce Cannon, and Malcolm Simmons. I mean, you talk about like bringing in uh, bringing in all this upside and all this talent. And upside is going to be the word that I use about these receivers a ton this offseason because I, I think it's true. I think it's true. I think there's going to be some growing pains. And I think the floor is low just because of the inexperience of some of these guys. Because even Sam Jackson, he's an upperclassman, but he hasn't played college receiver. He's been a quarterback. And so, you know, how does that all translate? But, man, you take that trade. No offense to the guys leaving, but, like, you take that trade any day of the week. Well, it's not only you take the trade. There's more balance with the size, the body types to fit outside receiver, boundary receiver. That's that's a good point. Yeah. You know, you got to have guys like what Cam can play any of them. And he's 6'4". I've stood next to him. He's a legit 6'4". Yeah. Having guys like that, that you can move around, that they don't know where he's going to line up on third and two or first and Mm -hmm. ten, makes your offense more difficult to defend. Yep. There's no question about it. All right. What is flipping... Antonio Coleman from Bama mean. We get Brian's thoughts on that. And also, could Auburn get one of the best offensive linemen in this class? We discuss in just a moment. Right here on Locked on Auburn. Today's show is brought to you by our friends at eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience is what brings home the winning trophy. And it's also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, Steering wheels, if you ever need a steering wheel, they've got you covered there as well. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride or die every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber and not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. eBay Guaranteed Fit only available to U.S. customers. Today's show also brought to you by our friends at Auburn Metastatics. Guys, we've all been there. It's the day before even the day of your anniversary or a birthday. Hopefully, you didn't run into the situation at Christmas, but if you did, AuburnMetastatics.com is where you need to go. Get a gift card for your significant other. They can use it for all sorts of things, laser treatments, Botox, facials, whatever it is. They are sure to feel incredible thanks to our friends at Auburn Metastatics. And uh, when they check out the best med spa in our community, uh, they'll love meeting Dr. Nancy Herring and her master esthetician, Circe Kelly. They've got a ton of experience in the med spa industry. So head over 
to Auburn Med Aesthetics, the full-service med spa serving Auburn. Gift cards purchases are easy at auburnmedaesthetics.com or just stop in and see them on East Glen Avenue across from Chappies. Remember, Auburn Med Aesthetics is your perfect last-minute gift card destination. Guys, we promise she will love it. Brian Smith, our guest on this Friday edition of Locked on Auburn. Auburn flips Antonio Coleman, the very, very talented four-star defensive lineman, which there's so many layers to this, Brian. One, you flip him from Bama, which is huge. Two, he's an in-state kid from Sarahland, which is huge for several reasons because Auburn's trying to get back into Mobile desperately. And oh yeah, if you're friends with Ryan Williams, you can come to Auburn right now. We want you. We want you uh, before Ryan Williams makes that decision in February. But also, Brian, Auburn has the top three in-state defensive linemen already committed in 2025. And they've got you, Caleb Falk, who's not technically a defensive lineman. He's going to play end or jack or whatever you want to call it. But this is, I mean, things are trending up for Auburn on the recruiting trail. I don't think there's any way, uh, any other way to spin it. In my lifetime, there's been a lot of runs between Alabama and Auburn with in-state recruiting that goes back to when sure. I followed it in the early 90s. I do not recall, regardless of early, late, or whatever, at one position because these are all, all four of the kids you just mentioned talking about, like they're not just good. They're really good. They're yeah. all good enough to play at Bama or Georgia. I'll just, that puts it in perspective to get them before they finished out their junior season of high school is bizarre to me. And I study recruiting 365 days a year. I mean, yeah. this, this is kind of out of the box. So my question is this, can Bama flip one of them at some point? And B, if they can't, is this kind of the slow demise of Bama before Saban leaves? Because, look, I don't care what scheme you run. you got to win with defensive linemen. And they run a 3-4 where you need big guys. And the, some of these guys, they, they're just perfect fit for what Bama runs. This yeah. is very huge news for Auburn fans. And, again, your, to your point about Mobile, that city is the most loaded city, even more than Birmingham in the state, like the suburbs. It's insane. Getting Very back good. in there is paramount for Auburn because they're not going to win as many battles against Bama and Birmingham. They're not. Yeah, right. You got to win Mobile. This is this is really important. And, and I mean, you talk about the size. Jordan Crawford, the four star from from Parker up in Birmingham, he's listed at six one, over three hundred pounds. Malik Autry, six five, two eighty five. I mean, these guys are just huge. Coleman, six two, two sixty. We'll see how they use them. But there's just so much. They're all kind of different too. And then obviously Ja'Caleb's going to play on the edge. I mean, they're all, I mean, you could start those four guys. That's what in I was three getting right In three seasons, that could be your starting defensive line. And if you're Auburn, I think you feel okay with that. If you were Georgia, you would feel okay with that. That's the mm. more important way to put can it. You, yeah. Can you say that again, Brian? Just for the record, if you're Georgia, you would feel okay with that. So, yes. Does that make you feel better? You and I have talked several times about like, is Auburn doing enough to close the gap? Because That's everything. I mean, That's you can finish about. seventh in the S or seventh in the country, but if you're fifth or sixth in the SEC, it doesn't really help you. All of a sudden, Auburn is finishing fourth in the SEC, which is good, but you're getting closer and closer as far as the the higher percentage of guys you're getting are also guys that Alabama and Georgia want. And like that's the key thing here. The most important way to look at it is with these players in the right game plan, can you win? Well, let's look at it. They were ahead of Georgia. And they were ahead of Alabama, both of them in the second half. Like they're close anyway, because coaching staff's good on sure. the plane. I think that's now let's give them more players. Obviously, that helps. I mean, at some point, you need a guy that is better than the one in front of him 
that kicks that guy's tail. Auburn didn't have enough of that this year, and they lost close games. It's mm-hmm. not any newsflash. So where are we going to be at in two years? Like the freshman year, what you get out of these kids, it's always a bonus. But in 25, Auburn has a chance to be a top 10 team because their defense is going to be nasty. You always win with defense first, and I trust Freeze to figure out quarterback. That's one thing he's proven. Yeah, and I think this offseason with Peyton will be big. So, all right, let's talk about Micah DeBose, uh, one of the top interior <laughs> offensive linemen in the country. You did a lot of uh, stuff on him um, at AuburnDaily.com over the weekend. Brian, you watched a lot of his tape. Decommits from Georgia. It seems like Auburn is the early favorite to land this kid. What stands out when you watch his tape? Uh, two things. Number one, seeing his film, he's a little bit better in space than I thought he would be. Okay. uh, He has extremely heavy hands. There was a play. I feel bad for the kid's mother. She had to see it. He physically launched a kid in the air just on a run block. I mean, it's, he's devastating in the short area quickness game, getting into guys, but he, at 315, he gets out on the screen game. I did not see that coming. I'd seen him live at Under Armour, but you know, they're in, Spandex running around, just going sure. through modifications. And pads, he's he's way better. Um, he's got a little bit to go in pass protection, like almost all high school linemen do, but he's so mm-hmm. quick, they'll figure it out with technique. And he's at 315, he's not fat. I know he was the one kid when he walked in at Under Armour last summer, I was standing next to John Garcia. I'm like, who is that? He goes, Oh, that's Micah DeBose from Mobile. And I'm like, oh. And that, that he was the one kid, like literally, that just didn't look like anybody else. And these are all four and five star kids. Yeah, I mean, all of the all of the crystal balls and predictions are, are going in Auburn's favor. And this would be another one. This would be another one where you know Auburn's going to Mobile and making these kids a priority and making sure they're getting taken care of. I just think culturally, as far as what Auburn's doing on the recruiting trail, it's stuff like this where like it's not just about getting. These types of players, these players are very good, but all these things are connected, Brian. And the fact that this is another kid that clearly Georgia wanted, Alabama wants, and they're they're recruiting him hard right now. And Auburn's the leader. It's just you're sending message after message after message if you're Auburn and Hugh Freeze and this coaching staff. And Look, you can dismiss one of them. You can dismiss two of them. But if you do it over and over and over again, eventually people are going to say, uh-oh, here comes Auburn. This is the first time we've been able to make that kind of a statement, have yeah. this kind of a conversation since I've met you. We were talking about they got to get more high-level kids. That's one of the first conversations I'm we had. I'm now than when we first met. Can you tell? I, I won't tell people about the horror stories, but that it, it's, it is true. It is, it is true. No, I mean, seriously, like it is night and day. Yeah, it's not even funny because there's so many more kids that they're just getting on campus. I mean, you freeze his name helps. I get it. Sure. But it, like the, everybody's a buzz about them. And I run into people in Florida. Auburn's name comes up. That wasn't always the case the last few years. I'm being nice. Yeah, that's right. Okay. There's a few other guys that are kind of on commit watch or flip watch. I want to talk about them with you in a moment, Brian. But first, first. I want to give some love to our friends at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. It's the easiest way to play daily fantasy. Look, we're all out of our fantasy leagues at this point, unless you're one of the lucky few that are playing for championships this weekend. First off, congratulations. But Prize Picks isn't going to hurt you like fantasy football does. Daily fantasy is where it's at. 
And uh, it's just you against the numbers instead of battling players and pros and sharks. You just pick more than or less than two to six player stat projections and you watch the winnings roll in. It is so much fun. You can cross sports if you want to, if given if there's, you know, multiple sports being played that night. But check it out. It's so fun during bowl season as well for all the college stuff. So be sure to check out our friends at prizepicks.com slash locked on college and use code locked on college for a first deposit match up to $100. Once again, that is prizepicks.com slash locked on college. Use code locked on college for a first deposit match up to $100. Also, check out their app. If you use their app, just use that promo code locked on college. Your app is very easy to use. Prize picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. Brian Smith, final few moments of today's show. Let's talk about KJ Lacey, another mobile kid, another mobile kid, Sarah Land, Alabama. He throws passes to Ryan Williams, committed to Texas. Sark wants this guy. And while Texas is getting ready to play in the college football playoff, Auburn is positioning themselves to flip their quarterback commit of the 2025 class. Are you buying this? It's very possible. Uh, KJ had a great time at the Iron Bowl. I talked to him when I was there a couple of times. His family, I've been around his family at the state finals. They're open to it. They're just kind of taking everything piece by piece. They they have all the leverage right now because Bama wants him, Auburn wants him, Texas wants him. So my only question is what is the timeline Yeah, and what would happen otherwise? So I, I don't know if he would follow in any certain pattern, but he's a quiet kid and he doesn't really like a ton of attention. I'm going to see him this weekend. I'm curious to see what he has to say, but that would be a huge flip because then again, there's another mobile kit and it's a quarterback. Everybody in that area kind of follows what he does. That mm-hmm. would be huge for the Tigers. You got to think if Auburn ends up getting this kid, they want him to announce it before February 9th when Ryan William announces. You got to think. Well, I mean, they they hang out all the time. I doubt he'd really need to know. But yeah, I'm, I'm sure they would want that too. But he's a 25 kid, and now Ryan is 24 because he's changed classes. Yeah, um, so like, would, sure. would, would they even play at the same time? Like the timing of that's going to be interesting. But still, you got to think they're friends, right? <laughs> yeah, they are definitely friends. So I <laughs> I would assume Ryan would get the phone call before you would, to be honest. I mean, it's your high school buddy. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, probably. I mean, they, you know, I've hung around them together. They, they get along. So yeah. I would assume so. And again, this is a big deal because getting kids over Bama, getting kids from Mobile, getting kids, Texas wants to, like Texas doesn't have to recruit Alabama. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're in, they're in Texas. That tells you how good KJ can be. Yeah. Sark wants great kid too, And a great family. So it'd yeah. be a big pickup for Auburn. Eric Winters, the safety from Enterprise, the defensive back from Enterprise, you think he's pretty versatile. You could see him playing multiple positions, assuming he ends up at Auburn. This is a kid that I saw again at the Under Armour event. He could play quarterback in high school and run around, just kind of make plays. He could be a running back at the college level. I think he's a hybrid linebacker, ideally. And Auburn needs more speed in their back seven. He could play some safety if you wanted, like an old school 215-pound safety. He could be that guy. Man, he is physical. Uh, super nice kid to meet him, but he doesn't play anything like he acts off the field. His yeah. play is totally different. And downhill, fast, and 100 mile an hour at all times. Mm-hmm. Very old school player with just a tremendous amount of athleticism. He'll have a, his, his pick of schools. Auburn is obviously trending for the South Alabama player. And that's another g- kid. It's close to the 
down near the panhandle, that's where Auburn has to make its hay. This is a top 100 kid. Got to have him. Yeah, I mean, do you do you expect him to commit to Auburn soon? I mean, we've kind of been watching this kid for a while. He's been predicted to go to Auburn for a while. It seems like some folks are trying to get him to come to them, but it, it seems like he's been dead set on Auburn. Do, do you have a timeline that you would guess for this, or do you think he's taking his time? I think there's two possibilities. A lot of these commitments are timed out now. Like they literally sit down with the coaching staffs. So either A, at some point in January when you want the news to shift back towards your school, yeah. or B, they commit like the day after signing day to start the next. I don't know who started that, but it's been going on for a better part of five years. I would imagine within the next month to six weeks, he will be officially a Tiger. Yeah. Do you think once you kind of get some momentum, because this is new territory, Auburn's the number three class in 2025 right now. Does it kind of help your momentum at, and you're able to pitch and say to these kids like, hey, come on in, help us get to the number two class with you. I mean, you're you're going to be in a top five class when it's all said and done. Does this kind of help the rich get richer in a sense? A hundred percent. When I talk to kids that are like commit early to Bama or commit early to LSU, some of those top five classes they've had in the last decade or so, they talk about that stuff and they recruit other kids, especially if they played with or against them. Mm-hmm. And it's a part of the process. Great players want to play with other great players. Yeah. Can you blame them? You know, I mean, they like competition. Really good players want to be competitive with each other and they want to push each other. So Auburn has yeah. now entered into that race. They kind of did on the back end of this recruiting class and they've already started in 25. Complete changeover on the planes. Brian, thank you so much for your time. As always, my friend, how can people check out everything that you've got going on? At Auburn Daily, uh, we're going to be doing a lot of 25 profiles, uh, DeBose and everybody else, KJ Lacey, you name it. And at X, uh, at FB Scout underscore Florida, be a lot of recruiting stuff kind of floating through there too, but Auburn Daily in particular. Yeah, AuburnDaily.com is where you can find all of my written work as well. We will see you tomorrow. We've got two things going on the channel tomorrow. We're reacting to Auburn basketball's game, hopefully win on Saturday. And then also Sunday morning, we will drop our reaction show for Auburn's uh, Music City Bowl outcome. So we'll talk about all that over the course of the weekend. So we will see you then. Click that subscribe button. This has been Locked On Auburn. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 